And welcome, everyone, once again to another edition of the Indiana High School Football Coaches Association's official podcast. I'm your host, Coach Dave Baumgartner, and my co-host, Hall of Fame Coach Ted Huber, will be along shortly. As uh, this week, we're going to continue to explore the members of the coaching staff for the North and South All-Star squads, and also they're going to get a chance uh, to talk about their players and their positions. So this week, we're going to be talking to the defensive line coaches for the North and the South All-Star squad. Coach Rick Roseman will be up first from West Lafayette, and he'll be telling us all about the All-Stars that were selected uh, to play on the North All-Star squad in the defensive line positions. And then after that, we'll be talking to Aaron Edwards from Northview as a defensive line coach for the South All-Stars, and he'll be telling you all about the South All-Stars and the kids that are involved in that. So we'll be back with that show right after this. Trophy Center Plus is a proud sponsor of the Indiana Football Coaches Association's official podcast. In business for over 10 years, Trophy Center Plus takes pride in outstanding customer service. Trophies, plaques, medallions, plus quality apparel with professional-looking embroidering and silk screening. Your logo will outshine all the rest. Call Trophy Center Plus at 260-504-2717 or check us out online at trophycenterplus.com or you can find us on Facebook. Trophy Center Plus, we offer a sense of community in everything we do. And welcome back, everyone, once again to uh, this edition of the Indiana Football Coaches Association's official podcast. And we're talking, as we have been featuring here in the past couple of weeks, uh, members of the Indiana Football Coaches Association's North-South All-Star staff. And with us now, it is our pleasure to have uh, Rick Roseman, Coach Roseman from West Lafayette High School. And he's on the North squad as a defensive line coach, Coach Roseman. I have you with me, and I, of course, had my co-host, the Hall of Fame coach, Ted Huber, and I'm going to turn things over to Ted, and uh, you and Coach Roseman can kind of talk, and I may throw in a comment or two as we move down the road. So, Coach Huber, take it away. Okay. First of all, Rick, uh, thanks for doing this. Uh, I know you're coaching the D-line, but you're also the defensive coordinator, uh, as you are at West Lafayette. Why don't you run through your coaching experience here real quick? Yeah, absolutely. I uh, I graduated from Brownsburg High School in 1997. I came to Purdue to um, actually to be an engineer. I thought I was going to be an engineer when I when I came up here, and things took a different turn. I actually started coaching wrestling first at West Lafayette High School and West Lafayette Junior High. I loved it. Um, you know, I, I found that I was a big passion of mine was was you know helping kids you know figure things out through athletics. Um, a year after that, I started coaching middle school football. So I was the defensive coordinator for the seventh grade team. Then the following year, I was the eighth grade head coach. Um, you know, the following year after that, I graduated college. I, I got a job at West Lafayette um, Intermediate School. I was actually a fourth grade teacher then. And I was the freshman head football coach that first year out of college. Um, I loved it. I actually had the same group of kids from seventh to eighth, eighth to ninth. And I, I kind of transitioned with those guys as well. So, you know, I learned quite a bit from those guys. And those guys, you know, you know had, a, had a great experience with, with West Lafayette. So I've been at West Lafayette high school, um, in general for 23 years. Um, I've been, I've been the, like I said, I've been coaching high school football for 21. I'm also the head wrestling coach at West Lafayette high school. I've been doing that since 2005. Um, so we, we've had a, a a pretty good string of, of football player, wrestler, wrestler, football players. Um, you know, I think those two, those two sports go hand in hand. So well, combination. Absolutely. You know, I see, I see our best wrestlers are football players. And a lot of times 
our best football players are wrestlers. And, you know, I really encourage that. Our, you know, our, our head coach, Shane Fry, who is an amazing head coach, he encourages our guys to be multiple sport athletes as well. And I think that's served our program immensely, especially in a small school like we have. Yeah, Shane was a roommate of mine, I think, in 16 when we had the, the last time I was in the All-Star game. But anyway, let's get to the football players here. The, uh, have you divided them up between D-ends and D-tackles, or uh, will that be done when you get to uh, uh, U-Indy? I think that'll be done when we get to UND. I tell you what, what, what stood out to me um, as I'm as I'm digging in some of these guys' films and talking to them, um, you know, I think that, that the group of guys we have right now, I think there might be only two guys that are are solely interior defensive linemen, whether they're a nose guard or a deep tackle. You know, we've got we've got quite a few guys who are very very versatile. Um, they're able to to get out on the edge and, and pass rush, but then they're also you know, they're, they're able to get down in the trenches and, and be run stop type guys. So I'm really excited about the group that we have together. Um, you know, I think that I, I'm not exactly sure all the, the exact legalities of, of, of substitutions and things like that, but I think we're going to have a great opportunity to, to uh, you know, put some, some maybe some NASCAR packages together, some pass rush packages, some, some run stop packages with these guys. Like I said, we got a, a very versatile, you know, group of guys that can do a lot of different things. So, you know, we've got a couple of guys I've seen on film that, you know, they'll, they'll be playing nose guard one play. They'll slide out the D tackle. They'll slide out the D in. And then all of a sudden they're stand up, you know, nine <laughs> tech dropping into pass coverage. It's the same guy doing, doing all four jobs. But, you know, that's a, that's a pretty special athlete that, that can do something like that with, with the high level that they're doing. So I'm excited to, to get, to get with these guys and, and, uh, you know, just get this thing going. Okay. Well, let's start naming them here. Talking about him a little bit. Yeah, for sure. I'm just going to go down my list. Um, my first guy that I've got here is Hunter Byanski. He's a, a senior from Cherubusco High School. He's six foot, 245 pounds. This guy is a he is a he, he kind of reminds me of just an old school, hard nosed kind of guy. Um, had 102 tackles, 29 tackles for loss last year. He's a three time All Stater. Um, you know the thing that I I rec- recognize across the board with these guys too, and I, I'm I don't want to keep saying it, but man, it, it's so true. That the pad level that these guys play with, the you know how quick they get off the ball. Um, you know this Hunter Bianchi does a great job of diagnosing plays early. Has a great motor. He makes plays downfield. Um, you know a couple of plays on his huddle highlights. You know they'll they'll throw a screen and, and this kid is chasing a screen down. You know twenty five yards downfield, taking a great angle at at two hundred and forty five pounds. Um, so I'm I'm really excited about Hunter Bianchi from Cherubusco um, High School. Yeah, we also might mention he's a one A player. Yeah, one A. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and I, I've been talking back and forth with him a little bit. You know, Turabusco has got such a, a fantastic history. You it know, is. they just ran buzzsaws up north in the in the regional and semi state with with Adam Central and and you know just a couple of those really solid teams the last couple of years. So you know, the, the the success that they've had as a as a program is is not uh, has not gone unnoticed. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. So, Okay, next. Another guy, Jordan McGee from Maryville High School. He's a six foot, two hundred twenty-five pound senior. Um, you know, twenty-seven solo tackles, four four sacks. He's another guy that I talked about was able to drop into pass coverage. Had an interception on the season. Um, this guy, you want to talk about high motor, high energy? This guy, you know, he is he is crazy fast. He has a great great closing speed. Does a great job of making plays down the line. Um, his change of direction is is what caught me off guard the most. He'll slant one way. He'll put his foot in the ground and chase a running back down 
you know, all the way down the, the backside line. Um, he's, a, he's another guy that plays all over the place. They move him inside. Um, they'll put him at a, a D-tackle, at a defensive end. You know, the crazy part about this guy, he didn't start playing football until he was a freshman in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, cracked the, the, the starting lineup as a sophomore for, um, you know, Coach Cease and the, and the Maryville Pirates. And he will be playing at Marion University next year mm-hmm. um, down in Indianapolis. So I'm excited to see what, what we can do with this guy and what his future holds for sure. Absolutely. Another another guy, we got Markel Keel from Fort Wayne Snyder. Um, 6'3", 225 pounds senior. First team all uh, Summit Athletic Conference. Um, right now, he's undecided about where he's going to go play next year, but he's leaning towards Concordia University in St. Paul. Um, he led his team in tackles for loss and sacks. Again, high motor, very versatile. You know what? What caught me off guard with this guy was was his, his power, his speed, move. I mean, he'll he'll bull rush a guy, and all of a sudden he'll he'll shed the block, and he's you know chasing the quarterback down, chasing the running back down. Um, great pad level, great leverage. You know, he's a big guy, six three, two twenty five. But for as big as he is, he plays with an amazing pad level, great leverage, uh, great edge rusher. But to me, he's he's physical enough to stop the run. Um, he'll put his hand down and, and, and play a, a, a nose guard or a three-tech and be very disruptive inside. So mm-hmm. that's Markel Keel from Fort Wayne Snyder. Um, a guy that's just down the road from us is, is Thomas Urban from Lafayette Harrison High School. Six-foot-one, 255-pound senior. Um, you know, obviously, I saw his highlights on our on our local news all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, our guys are friends with with those kind of guys, and you know, I, I understood that he was a, a tough guy. But man, after watching film, you know, forty five tackles, thirteen tackles for loss, two punt blocks. Um, he's an IFCA five A first team All State, IFCA All Region, um, first team North Central Conference. Um, you know, he's also quite the, the athlete on the on the track team. He's a North Central Conference champ in the shot put. Um, he was a state qualifier last year for Harrison in the shot put as well. Um, he's an interior guy. He's more of a, uh, a nose guard three tech, very powerful, very strong. I know his weight room numbers are off the chart. Um, another guy that just plays with great pad level and great leverage. Um, his, his dad is a, is a football coach. He's um, Brad Urban is his dad. He's been you know a head coach in quite a few different places. He's at right. Harrison now. Yeah, so this kid has been on the football field since he could walk. His his football IQ is through the roof. Um, you know, and you can see that when he's playing. He can he can diagnose plays. He has a good idea of what's coming. You know, run pass game situations. He's going to be a, a huge asset to this North squad um, come July. This, and he's also going to, he'll be playing at Marion University okay. next year as well. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Does he have a college in mind? But uh, Marion, yeah, yep. that's a great place Marion, to go. I tell you what, Marion is. Uh, Marion is just raking in all these these top level Indiana kids. I know our inside linebacker slash tight end that's on the North team is going to Marion. I think there's four of these defensive linemen that are going to Marion as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, Marion is, is going to be, you know, obviously they're a national power every year, and, mm-hmm. and it's going to be fun to watch these these guys, you know, play at the next level. So, absolutely. Um, another guy we got George Winfield from Calumet New Tech High School up in uh, the, the Gary area. Uh, six foot three, two hundred and seventy-five, uh, seventy-five pound senior. Um, he's a team captain of his team. He's a leader. His coach couldn't say enough great things about this young man. Um, Character-wise, you know, he, he's a team-first guy. Um, he had fifty-one total tackles, eighteen TFLs. He's a three uh, All-Star, All-State uh, offensive lineman as well. So he was a two-way guy for these for 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 Calumet, uh, three-time All-Conference. He was a co-MVP of the twenty twenty-one season for. 
tie him up. So when you get an offensive defensive lineman that, that's the co-MVP for your team, you know that's a, a huge <laughs> compliment to a kid like that. You know, that, that seems to always go to the, the superstar quarterback or the, you know, the running back that, that rushes for 2,000 yards. But when you, you give that honor to an offensive defensive lineman, you know, that's well-deserved. Oh, um, he's, a, he's a big body. He's a big kid, you know, 275 pounds, started both ways for me. You know, I, after talking to him, he said he takes pride in commanding double teams. He loves to play <laughs> down there in, in the trenches. He, he takes it as a personal challenge to, to, to take on as many boxes as he can so that his linebackers can play free and fast. And, man, when you talk about a kid with that kind of attitude, you know, that's a special kind of kid for sure. Yeah, and he is he, he's also going to – uh, Marion University wow. next year. Mm-hmm. They're getting a good one with, with him. Mm-hmm. Um, Woodrow Elliott, Woody Elliott from Muncie Central. Um, this this guy is another one. He's five foot ten, two hundred forty pounds. But man, he is quick. He is fast. He chases plays down backside. Uh, Thirty four solos on the season. He he has to have one of the quickest first steps and get off off the ball of this entire group. Mm-hmm. Um, uses hands very well. He was a member of their basketball team. You know, this kid's just an athlete. And, again, he's another one, you know, 5'10", 240. He plays with great leverage. He's going to be able to, to get inside and, and play with his hand down. He might be a, a, a nose guard, a, a free tech, an a outside, you know, outside rusher. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to get a guy like that as well. Absolutely. Um, Quentin Clark. Quentin Clark is a guy that, you know, mentioned I'm a head wrestling coach. And he, Quentin Clark is a senior from Logansport High School. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to actually see Quentin Clark a couple times wrestle this year. And, you know, for a big guy, you know, he's 260. He is a tough, tough wrestler, man. He is a, he's physical. He moves well. He changes levels. Um, you know, I watched him in the, in the, in the regional championship. He was a sectional champion this year. I watched him in the regional championship. He got a little bit aggressive and, and, uh, called, got called for an illegal slam in the first round. And this was a kid that was ranked maybe 10th or 11th in the state at heavyweight this year. Oh, and ended wow. up getting disqualified mm. in the first round of regionals. Oh, wow. Um, you know, I don't think I, being a, being a, a physical, you know, a guy who likes physical wrestling, I don't know if it was necessarily a slam or not. Um, right. The referees did a slam, and you know, unfortunately, that ended this young man's um, sure. high school career wrestling. But you know, again, I, I know what kind of what kind of hard nosed kid he's going to be. Uh, you know, Co- Coach Johnson runs a great program up in Logansport, mm-hmm. and I know this kid's going to be a, a, a huge asset um, to what we're doing this year. Absolutely. Um, another kid. Let's see. Um, maybe the most interesting story of this entire defensive line is is a kid named Jackson Carver. He's a, a senior from um, Culver Academy. Mm-hmm. He is a first-year football player. So I, I was able to, to kind of get his story a little bit and talk with him. And wow. he's six foot six, two 225 pounds. He's originally from Minnesota. He was, he was uh, recruited to um, – Culver to be a, a lacrosse player. Oh, really? Uh, huh. He he was a, a superstar lacrosse player. He uh, he actually is committed to Notre Dame for lacrosse. Huh. And somehow somehow Coach Doral <laughs> talked him into coming out for football this year, mm-hmm. and he fell in love with football to the point that he decommitted from Notre Dame uh, lacrosse. He is going to take a, a gap year, a post grad year. He's going to be enrolling into. Um, uh, Loomis Chaffee. I'm not even sure where that's at. Right. Loomis Chaffee. So he is reclassifying um, to the to the class of 2023. He'll be there for a semester. Here's how crazy this kid's story is. Once he once schools found out he was reclassifying, at this point he had 
two he had two Division One offers just based on one season of football. When they mm. found out that he was reclassifying, he's got twenty five Power Five conference um, uh, wow. offers. Right so Wisconsin, Iowa, Kentucky, Purdue, Pitt. What an uh, athlete! Virginia, Duke, this kid, you know, he is six foot six, two hundred twenty five pounds. He did it. He was another one, man. They put him at nose guard, and he would just eat centers up. He was. Right. He plays with such great level. Um, you know, then he, they would also play tight end. And, and, you know, the way that some of these teams gave this kid a free release off the line of scrimmage, man, I, I don't know. You put, you put a six foot six kid running down the middle with his hand up. That's oh a tough, that's a tough, that's a tough guy to guard for some of these secondary players that he, that he kind of abused this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's another one, man. He's a, he's an interior guy. He's an, he does a great job with his length. Um, you know, and he's so, he's so raw. He's only got one year of right. football playing experience. Um, so I'm excited to see what this kid yeah. can do moving forward as well. And, wow, what a know, story. Kinda, what a story. I, I kind of gave him my pitch for Purdue University, obviously, being our sure. backyard. I'd love to, love to see a guy like that come to come to West Lafayette and develop. But, yeah, that's, I'm excited to see what we can do with him as well. So, mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you what, it's, what is exciting is, number one, you're excited about it. And uh, that's probably why you're so uh, such a good football coach and Shane Fry likes you. Uh, secondly, it sounds to me like, uh, you got a bunch of wild and crazy guys up there, which is what you're looking for as D line, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, a week ago we talked about O linemen and I, and I talked about them, but, uh, you got to talk about D linemen and a little different, little <laughs> different tone here. Different, okay. Different and, uh, yeah, you know, I, uh, as a coach, I, I, I'm a lineman kind of guy, and uh, I've coached both sides of the ball up front. And uh, you know, th- these are these are good kids. There's no question about that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I, I've been able to, to kind of text back and forth and, and call some of these guys. You know, the, the excitement level with this group is is so high. I mean, they they're going to take a lot of pride in playing hard, uh, coming together. You know, the, like I said, the cool thing with three or four of these guys being, you know, coming to Marion university next year i mean they're they're already going to have a bond you know because of this game because they've had the opportunity to to, to be with each other for a week and, and kind of right. get to know each other they're going to step on campus with a bond that you know they might not have had if they didn't have an opportunity to play in this game so you know i'm excited man this i yeah. love coaching defensive line i think you can you can really you can really do a lot with these guys just mm-hmm. from effort and attitude and you know just getting some 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 like you said some wild and crazy guys turning them loose keeping things simple and and letting them do what they do best, and that's be yeah. athletic and, and make plays. Coach, I have a question here, and um, again, I don't know exactly you know, how much you've talked to your fellow members and staff and all that kind of thing, but you know, as far as it goes to establishing, you know, is it going to be a four-man front, three-man front? I mean, you know, what what's going to be the alignment? Have you guys thought about or discussed that, or is there a set pattern to that, or is there some rule you have to follow regarding that? I, I just don't know. I'm just asking. Yeah, yeah, and, and Ted can definitely talk to that a little bit more. But I'm, what I, the way I'm understanding it is um, we're going to be in a four-man front. Um, we're going to play in shades, so can't play in any any uh, any gaps. There's going to be no twisting or stunting up front. Okay, um, and I believe, yeah, no stemming, no slanting. Um, okay. So really, you know, they, these guys are going to be able to show off their athleticism um, as far as, you know, kind of standing there toe-to-toe and fighting with those big offensive linemen and, mm-hmm. You know, our speed is going to have to is going to have to win out there. You know, like I said, their pad level, their aggressiveness. So, you know, Coach Huber, you probably can speak a little bit more to that. Is that am I am I 
pretty close on the way we have to do things with that. Yeah, the you know the four four defense is the base defense. Uh, you can't let people line up in crazy things and try to learn how to block them in two days. Right. You know? right. I mean, yep. um, so anyway, uh, a four four, and then you get to some four three with some adjustments when you go to trips, and uh, so that yeah, you're exactly right. Uh, that that's how the the, the thing is set up. And uh, it's it's been good. It really has. Yeah, yeah. and I, you know, I'm I'm excited. Um, our, we 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 were able to get together as a staff a couple times. We were able to get together um, as a staff at the state clinic, which was awesome too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I'm I we we're a we're an odd front. We've been an odd front at West Lafayette since man, probably 2007, 2006, somewhere in that range. Mm-hmm. You know, we were a three three stack for years. We're a three four right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but a couple of the guys on, on our current staff, they, they run this defense. Um, you know, so just because, you know, the, the DC letters are behind my name and it's going to be a, a total team effort. I'm going right. to, you know, I'm excited to learn some things from these guys. Hopefully I can, I can show some things that, that can make, you know, some of these coaches programs a little bit stronger and, sure. you know, I'm excited. I'm excited for that side of things too. I'm always wanting to, to pick up some new things and new tips and tricks. And, you know, I'm, I'm excited to be able to work as a group with, with a, the group of coaches that we have, man, I'm, I'm excited to, to get, you know, to get with these guys for a week and, and uh, like I said, just pick their brain and help my football program when I come back from all this. And, mm-hmm. you know, maybe we can, we can be a little bit stronger because of that. Yeah. Well, coach, well, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead well, I just got to say, coach, uh, you know, uh, Westlife has got a proud tradition. You guys have built a tremendous program there. Of course, I'm a Boilermaker myself, so I'm a little bit partial to West Lafayette <laughs> in that regard yeah. too. But, um, Anyway, uh, I just, you know, that's, uh, it's also, as Ted mentioned, it's great to hear the excitement in your voice and knowing that, you know, we got these quality athletes that are, and then of course they're going to go be going against a South offensive line group. That's very talented also, which just makes it a, a tremendous game and really a lot of fun to watch. And, uh, I know you guys are just going to make the best of it here and it's going to be an outstanding competition between the, the North and the South all-star squad. So we really appreciate that. And we appreciate you spending some time with us also. Absolutely. I appreciate you guys having me on here. And, you know, like I said, I'm excited to be a part of this. It's a, a, a a great honor in my opinion to to even be a small part of the the history and, you know, the the players and coaches have come before us. You know, I'm, I, I'm I'm humbled and honored to be a part of this. That's for sure. You bet. Well, sure. enjoy it. You know, you'll meet guys and you'll become lifelong friends, the coaches, and you'll you'll uh, get close to some of these kids and you'll follow them and uh, just enjoy it and soak it in and uh, just you know uh, just get ready to go uh, in the fall at West Lafayette. That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. RDP. Hey, there you go. <laughs> well, again, thanks so much for spending some time with us, Coach. And this will uh, we'll put together the podcast there, uh, and we'll have your counterparts from the South. We'll be talking to them and uh, add that into the conversation here. And, uh, you know, this might be a good time to uh, – we had a chance to, while we are down at the state clinic to talk to uh, the head coaches from Purdue as well as IU and Indiana State and Ball State. And so, Coach Fromm, we have him on tape. This might be the good place to stick his uh, – his um, interview into this uh, mix here. We'll see how that works out. But nevertheless, but coach. Yeah, go, uh, yeah. We've we've got a, we've got a guy right now at, at Purdue on the defensive line named Mararia Monaday. Okay. Um, he was a he was a state runner up for us last year. Mm-hmm. Um, he he decided to graduate at midterm and get on get on the on the field as soon as he possibly could. Obviously, he's friends with George Karloftis and Yanni oh, Karloftis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so those those two guys said, hey, you know, 
if you think you're going to compete for a spot, you need to get here as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, he for, he foregoes his senior season of wrestling. And honestly, oh. in my opinion, I think he's a state champ wrestler if he, if he was here this year. Right. Um, but, man, he's, get, he's getting reps with the number two group. He's getting mixed into a couple of injuries, so he's getting – mixed in with the number one group. He's a 17-year-old kid, wow. you know, playing to do. So, yeah. you know, Coach Brom definitely got a good one from us, you know, with, with, with George and Yanni. But, you know, again, this year with, with Moraria Monaday. So that's a, another one. Right. Well, it was such a pleasure to talk to all of the college coaches that we talked to down there, and they all just had such great attitudes and positive uh, things to say, not only about their programs, but about complimentary of the other programs throughout the state, too. So I think that's a great thing that's going on here in Indiana high school football and the bridge that's being built between, um, and it's been there, but it's getting better and better between the high school um, programs and the college programs within the state. And as yep. you mentioned, Marion's a great example. St. Francis up here on the north side is doing some Absolutely. great. I mean, it's all over. Trine, there's a number of them that are just really, um, you know, working with the kids and getting kids a uh, good football experience and, more importantly, an education. Yep, absolutely. Yep. It's, it's great to see that the, the, it's not just a basketball state anymore. That's no, for sure. No, no, no. So. Yeah. All right, Coach Ted Huber from uh, my Hall of Fame uh, podcast partner. You got any more questions for Coach? No, I think he's answered most of them. And, awesome. uh, you know, we're obviously looking forward to it. And if there's anything you need, give me a holler. Thank you very much. I appreciate it, Coach. I will. All right. Thanks, Coach. Have a great day. Trophy Center Plus is a proud sponsor of the Indiana Football Coaches Association's official podcast. In business for over 10 years, Trophy Center Plus takes pride in outstanding customer service. Trophies, plaques, medallions, plus quality apparel with professional-looking embroidering and silk screening. Your logo will outshine all the rest. Call Trophy Center Plus at 260-504-2717 or check us out online at trophycenterplus.com or you can find us on Facebook. Trophy Center Plus, we offer a sense of community in everything we do. And welcome back, everyone, once again to the Indiana Football Coaches Association's official podcast. I'm your host, Coach Dave Baumgartner, and I have with me my co-host, Hall of Fame Coach Ted Huber. And uh, we just got done talking a little while ago with Coach Rick uh, Roseman from West Lafayette. He's the defensive line coach for the North All-Star Squad. And now we're going to turn our attention to the South, and we're going to talk to Coach Aaron Edwards from Northview. He is going to be the defensive line coach for the South All-Star Squad. So uh, I'm going to turn things over to Coach Ted Huber. And, uh, Coach, uh, go ahead and introduce our guest, and let's get this conversation started. Sounds good to me. All right, Aaron. Tell us about yourself a little bit about your coaching background and how you ended up at uh, Northview with uh, Coach Race. Okay. Uh, well, I uh, played football at Indiana State University. Um, after afterwards, I spent a year at Terre Haute North High School under Coach Barrett. That's who I actually played for in high school, and I coached there for a year as a freshman defensive coordinator. And I was uh, in the press box on Friday nights on the headset talking to the uh, D coordinator uh, during the game night. Then the next year, uh, Coach Mark Wraith uh, asked me to be on his varsity staff um, when he went to Northview. That was in 2013. So um, I've been coaching at Northview uh, since I was 23. Uh, so this will be my 10th, 10th fall. Uh, this upcoming season. Okay. All right. 
You run a run a okay. good solid program right. there, Coach. All right, go ahead. Yeah, we uh, we we're, we're kind of building it up and uh, like how things are going. Uh, I said we came a long way uh, when we first got there. We're finally starting to have some some type of postseason success. Uh, we finally made it to our first national championship in right. school history this past season. Yeah, that's good stuff, Coach. That's the way to that's the way to start the fire. No question about it. All right, Coach Huber. Yeah, why don't we go ahead then? Uh, I don't care where you start. You're going to start with a DN? What we yeah, start? I start DN. Okay. All right. So, uh, you know, give us uh, information on each kid and all that you know about them, where they're going to school, and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, go ahead, Eric. Okay, so first off I have is uh, Garrett Moody. He's from Evansville North, 64240. Uh, he also is a thrower at the school. Um, his accolades this uh, past season, he was a team captain. Uh, he was all-conference. He was a uh, academic all-city. And for college, he will be playing at Lindsey Wilson, um, playing there as well. His majors, he is undecided. But uh, overall, like the kid, nice size. I think he'd be good for us. Up front. Okay. First uh, first uh, North kid for a while, I think, to be on the all-star team. I yeah, think. I'm not for sure, but, yeah, yeah. He, he, he he's a good uh, good player. Wow, big kid, 6'4", 240. Wow. That's a, I'd like to have a few of those hang around us, that's for sure, up here in Warsaw. <laughs> <laughs> no question. Yeah. All right, Coach, um, what else you got? Who else are we talking about? Uh, next is Jaden Childers. Um from Verbuff, 6'3", 235. Uh, this kid's a stud. He's uh, he's going to Western Michigan to uh, play football. Um, he's a two-year captain, uh, two-time defensive player of the year on his team, two-time all-conference, and two-time all-state. Oh, wow. Those solid program. Uh, solid program. Yeah. yeah they just, and his coach is uh, – what, your quarterback coach, I think. Matt Gaffney. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I interrupted your thought. No, you're good. I, I mean, I know this kid's just a stud. Um, good playmaker. He's uh, got 82 total tackles, which that's real good for defensive end. Five fourth fumbles as well. Uh, he's just all around the ball. Uh, has a nose for the ball and the playmaker. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Very good. Next up. Okay. Next is um, Israel Ognamoro. Sorry if I butchered that name. He's from Pike. Um, 6'2", Um I did not get any college information on him or, uh, or accolades. Um but watching him on film, he has a high motor. The another kid that's around the ball. Uh, I will be excited to, to coach him this uh, that that week this summer. Sure. Okay. And who's the fourth defensive end? Uh, Hayden Dernil from South Spencer, six one, two oh nine. Um, he also plays some little bit outside linebacker. Um, he also plays baseball. Um, the team captain, 
uh, first team all conference as a linebacker. Uh, uh, he will be going to Concordia College, um, playing football. Okay. All right. Okay. Now let me let me say that uh, we elected these guys, or you guys elected them, uh, chose them, picked them, selected them, whatever you want to say, and kind of. Uh, divided them up between DNs, which are the outside guys, obviously, and then the uh, inside guys. Now, that doesn't mean that, uh, you know, some of the guys can't play somewhere else. You know, I would I would guess that the Brebuff kid could probably play wherever he wanted to. Uh, that's just my guess. But uh, <laughs> anyway, these were the defensive ends. Now we get to the uh, what we call defensive tackles, the interior guys. So, uh Go ahead, Aaron. Okay, uh, next is another high-motor guy, uh, Christian Pulliam uh, from Indianapolis Lutheran. Uh, they were state champs this past season, unbeaten. Mm-hmm. Um, he's 6'3", 285, so got a lot of size. Mm-hmm. Um, he will be playing at Marion University, um, majoring in business, and he also told, told me he will bring uh, worth ethic to the team, and he's, he is looking forward to getting better that week. Mm-hmm. That's great. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good. Okay. Uh, next, uh, one of my personal favorites, he's, he's an undersized D lineman, uh, Jordan Diggins, uh, from Lawrence North, five ten, two forty five. 245. Uh, he makes plays. Uh, he was all mixed honorable mentions. He will be, uh, playing at Kansas Wesleyan university, majoring in, uh, pre-athletic training, and he told me he would bring speed to the team. Okay. Yeah. Probably everybody at Lawrence North can run, I would have guessed. Yeah. Right. And, I could, uh, and we can look at him as more – I mean, he could play either or as well. He can, he can go play defensive end as, long, as well as playing that interior. Okay. Um, next is Owen Green. He's from Center Grove, uh, another state champion. Um, he also wrestles at Center Grove. He's six one, two seventy. Um, he was a uh, all MIC as an underclassman um, in all county academic all state. Uh, he'd be playing football this fall at University of Indianapolis. Uh, he would be majoring in pre med, and he told me he would bring character and energy to the team mm-hmm. that week. Mm-hmm. I can believe that. He played at Center Grove. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Well, I think that's one characteristic, you know, when we're talking about these kids, regardless of north, south, where they are from the state here, we see a lot of them are team captains or some, they've been leaders in one way, shape, or another on their team. And, uh, you know, bringing all of those personalities together uh, for uh, several days of practice and put a team together, Coach, that, that does have a – I mean, they're they're great, talented kids, but it still has a challenge to it all. Don't you do you feel that way? Oh yeah, it it makes a difference to me. Uh, you know, having having great leadership along as uh, playing on the field. Right, right, yeah. I mean, uh, okay, the, we got a we got one more. Right? I didn't want to leave them off. Yeah. Sure, go ahead. Okay, the last one is Jet Matthew. He's uh, from Monrovia. 6'3", 235, 
Um, another high motor guy. Um, he was all conference uh, this past season. Uh, I believe I'm. He didn't tell me, but I think he was all Wabash Valley. I got to check on that, but I believe he was all Wabash Valley. Mm-hmm. We do a team down here. Mm-hmm. Um, he will be playing at Hanover this fall, and he will, will be majoring in health and exercise movement. Okay. All right. All right. Go ahead. I just, uh, my question here is, Coach, when you guys get into practice sessions there, I mean, and you break down into your your, uh, specialty groups, in this case, the defensive line, I mean, you guys as coaches, I mean, what's kind of the first thing you do to, uh, so the kids get to kind of know each other and, uh, you know, can talk? Do Do you have some sort of meeting and discussion amongst them to see, what their thoughts are or their, I mean, how, how do you guys, do you think you'll go about that? Uh, well, I know we'll, we'll meet, um, as far as I got to, and plus Ben Dugan and I, so Ben Dugan, uh, he coached at Cecina. He will right. be the, he'll be coaching the end and, mm-hmm. and, uh, edge rusher. So right. I'll be coaching deep to the tackle. So we'll, we'll get together, uh, and talk some more about that. And uh, just see what the kids are feeling as well. I mean, it's also their week um, to to have some fun and uh, be competitive and and, uh, try to get a victory. Sure. Whatever way they can feel they can contribute, that's what we'll roll with. And, you know, we'll we'll think about that. Right. Now, also, of course, you know, the defensive line people, uh, you know, have to work in concert with the linebackers. And the linebacking core, depending on when you're going to run a four-man front, I believe that's what the rules are. Uh, so there needs to be conversation and discussion, obviously, with the linebacking coaching staff. Yeah, about, you know. Yeah, it depends. You know where the the strength's going to be. Obviously, uh, one defensive tackle is going to be the three tech, which is pretty much a strong side, and right. the other one will be two I or one, which we usually put put on the the weak side, unless they're going to. Um, Unless you know they mark once run stuff to the weak side, then we'll have to switch yeah. it for the yeah. three going to the weak side. So, sure. uh, I mean, it just depends. Uh, we'll, you know, we we'll get the hang of it. Um, I know we can't really what do line stunts, but right, we should be able to be ahead of the offense because you know it still takes time for the offense to install, right. and they're not going to have. I mean, three days is, is asking a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Get, get everything installed and. In, uh, to get ready and play. Yeah, yeah. I think that works. Yeah, that's why the defenses uh, are simple as far as alignment is concerned so that the offensive guys know where the defensive guys are going to be and then also the defensive guys know where they're going to be. And uh, it doesn't get to be a thinking game. It gets to be a playing game. So Yeah. Uh, and also, also like, I got to teach our, the D linemen to how the – and I'm sure they know, but – just reading your block up front. Sure. You know, is your guy going to pull? Or, you know, if your guy blocks down, what's coming at you? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. then they're pulling guard, pulling tackle, maybe a pullback, you know. Uh, you just got to read, read read your block and react to it. And, right. You know, stay in your gap, be strong, don't let them through your gap and uh, go out and play. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's too, you know, I mean, to the advantage, obviously you're going to stay pretty fundamental with these kids, but these kids – uh, being who they are and uh, the kind of athletes they are and being selected to the team that they are, uh, that athletic ability will uh, 
uh, work uh, obviously to your favor as far as it goes to uh, uh, the technique that they know already, how they know to play, you know, the one technique or the three or whatever it happens to be that they're playing. Um, you know, I think that that's um, a big advantage for the defensive teams on both sides, north and south, as opposed to the offense, which makes it a little bit more complicated. Yeah. Yeah, the defense uh, in this kind of a game up front is a little bit, uh, I don't want to say, they're kind of behind the eight ball a little bit because, uh, you know, the thing that they they will have uh, that the offensive line won't have is the the quickness and the speed and the agility to do things. That's why they're playing defense. And, right. um, you know, so it's just a matter of, uh, you know, getting your hands on them and getting off blocks and running to the ball because uh, both sides offensively are very big, mm-hmm. okay? Oh, yeah. uh, they're very huge, and they're, uh, you know, there's some 300-pounders plus. So, uh, But these guys uh, are all uh, kind of sleeked down a little bit, and uh, they're the kind of guys that, you you know, you want to be uh, – you want to have on your football team because yeah. – uh, you're kind of wild and crazy guys, and that's uh, what happens when you play defense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're smart guys too, Coach. I, I heard what she said last week about offensive linemen. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> um, so, no question about it. Well, Coach, um, and now this is your first coaching with an all an all star squad. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that has to be a thrill for you, and to uh, be selected and to be involved in all of that. Uh, you have to be kind of wide-eyed about that i would think yeah i'm uh i'm certainly blessed to, to be a part of this game uh i never thought I, w- I would ever coach in this game and uh just looking back on uh the strides i made coaching wise and how i try to improve myself and 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 try to prove my approve uh, the kids i, I sure. coach and uh you know that's that's what it's all about to me is proving those kids and making them uh, nice, uh, well-rounded young men in the Absolutely. future. And I love when um, they get done playing and I see what they do after right. uh, after their football career. Absolutely, absolutely. And as we well, talk – You're going to find – Yeah, you're going to find out that uh, you're going to develop some lifelong friendships in this game, uh, you know, whether it be players, whether it be coaches. And all I can say is enjoy it. Uh, eat it up, uh, do as much as you can to communicate with these kids because, uh, you know, I can tell you this, that when I was first in the game, it was in 1975. Right. Okay. Uh, and we were two weeks. Yeah. We were wow. two weeks in Bloomington. Okay. Now you're going to be, you're coming in on two on Tuesday and then the game's played on Friday. So, uh, it's kind of a catch-up thing all the way around, but uh, it's amazing. It's amazing what's going to happen, and it's amazing uh, the friendships that you're going to develop. And uh, I know you're going to enjoy it, and uh, that's 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 why you do it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, Coach. Uh, thanks for spending some time with us here. We do appreciate it, and uh, we're going to be. Uh, we'll get this put together, and it'll be uh, go on the. Uh, podcast uh on uh, by nine o'clock on sunday morning so you might want to alert your players we'll alert you and say hey look here's here it is it's up there and uh, you know the kids might enjoy listening to it and hear us talk about them and of course they're going to hear about also the north 
uh, defensive line group too, so uh, uh, and vice versa. So that might be of interest to them to listen to that also. So we'll make you aware of that, and uh, we certainly couldn't do it without you. So we appreciate your uh, your help, and uh, and we certainly wish you the best of luck as you experience all of this and uh, and uh, are part of the South All Star Squad. And we wish you the best of luck. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, I have fun uh, doing this today, and uh, thank you guys for uh, taking your time to speak to me. You bet, Coach. All right. Thank you, Eric. Yep. Thank you. And we'll be back with more right after this message. And welcome back, everyone, once again to the Indiana Football Coaches Association's official podcast. And, uh, well, Coach Uber, there you have it, uh, talking to the defensive line coaches uh, for the North and the South All-Star Squad. I think that uh, – you know, your vision on uh, putting this together as far as it goes to uh, uh, the coaches uh, talking about each one of the players and giving the stats and facts, I think it's uh, pretty interesting stuff. And I'm sure that uh, we've even got uh, the young people that are listening in uh, to hear what the coaches have got to say about them. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, I'm glad that we're doing this because uh, that's that's a big part of it. Uh, there's more people will have heard about the 2022 All-Stars than probably uh, all-stars since 1967. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, and so that's, that's really, uh, that's really good. And, and, uh, you know, we always talk about Joe Talley uh, because he likes to be with football people and, and Joe is neighbors with uh, a kid from South Spencer uh, down there, a defensive lineman uh, that Aaron talked about today. And, uh, uh, you know, so Joe's excited about it because it's not too far from South Spencer to Tell City. Right, absolutely. And, uh, you know, that's one thing here uh, um, that, uh, you know, you and I always keep coming back to is uh, the legends of Indiana high school football and Joe Talley being one of them. Uh, you know, they reflect back and talk about um, and just are uh, invaluable sources of information and inspiration to uh, all of the coaches, regardless of whether you're a young coach uh, just getting involved in it or even us older coaches that have been around. And, uh, you know, in your case, uh, you got to know Coach uh, Talley uh, uh, on a personal level. So that's a neat thing about it. Yes, it is. We've got next week. Next week we're going to talk about the tight ends and wide receivers. And I would guess, uh, since there's only about six on each team that we'll talk about, probably throw in uh, one of the coaches' interviews that uh, that we did at the clinic. Yes, yes. So that ought to be exciting. Yeah. Uh, we're going to try something new next week. I think we've got it all set up where we will have uh, two guys, uh, Mike, excuse me, uh, Mike Mosier, who is uh, going to be talking about the North tight end and wide receivers, and Steve Cooley, uh, who will be talking about the South tight ends and wide receivers, and we're going to have them on the same at the same time. Yeah, that'll be great. So uh, that that that'll be a little bit different, and uh, uh, it ought to be exciting, and it should be a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm not sure which one of the uh, coaches, whether you know, Coach. Uh, Mallory from Indiana State or Coach Fromm from Purdue, Coach Allen from IU or uh, Coach New from Ball State. We've got these guys 
uh, all of them on uh, tape. They all spent uh, somewhere around 25, 30 minutes with us each down at the clinic and uh, just gave us some great insight on their programs. And the thing that struck me, and I think Ted and I talked about it there, was just how these guys, you know, all are cut from the same cloth as far as it goes to really true blue football men and also people that want to see not only obviously have great success at their level of play, which they do play at, but also to build better and greater people. And that's one thing that uh, uh, what came through in all four of those interviews. And we'll be sharing uh, those with you as we go through that. And we'll have one of them on uh, next week's show. So um, you guys all keep doing the great things that you're doing out there. I know you're not good enough to aspire just to make a living, but aspire to make a difference. And I know that all you guys out there, all you coaches, your wives and everybody involved in the programs do that each and every day. So thanks for tuning in. And everyone have themselves a great evening.